Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest, as always, world news and health research. Hope everyone's having an absolutely fantastic day today. And the Cortisol Buster, which won Product of the Week, I don't know if you guys saw, really, really popular product that helps out with stress and psychological stress and elevated cortisol levels in the body be sure to check it out right now on sale y'all voted so check it out read up on it order a bottle if you like and give me your feedback on it and also to in other news i wanted to kind of bring this up and ask a couple questions because there's some very strange things that are starting to come about now one of them very particular about this horrific incident over in texas and i'm, I'm not going to get into the details of a lot of it everybody has already seen it on the news and my condolences again to the families when especially when stuff deals with kids it's horrific and but there's a whole lot of loose ends that are not making any sense now and one of which is an article that i just saw from yesterday that was on the daily mail actually they reported on this and what was very strange about it is well i'll just read it to you here this is the title on the daily mail revealed Uvalde School District was part of an AI program that rooted out potential mass killers and monitored social media for threats and potential shooters. Now, when I first saw this, I was like, okay, maybe this is clickbait. I don't know what Daily Mail is coming up with on here. So this is in the school district that the shooting happened. And according to this article, and I've looked this up now, and this has been vetted now, this is accurate, the school system, the entire school district, tied into a platform that was being monitored, was using monitored AI to monitor all of the students' social media pages in the entire school district using an advanced AI-based service called Social Sentinel. So this Social Sentinel was a third-party private organization that was running artificial intelligence software and was scrubbing social media posts, comments, DMs, direct messages, um, everything from every single child that was in the school district. And they're saying that the software is designed to pick up signs of potential harm in conversations, but essentially missed the teen and him posting his AR-15s and making other very strange comments on social media. Now, I'm not going to get into the fact that this AI system failed because I don't believe that's what happened at all. What I am going to address is the fact that nobody else has brought this up and said this when in the world did we say it's okay to start having school districts hire third-party independent contractors to use artificial intelligence programs to monitor children that are minors on social media and read all of their comments, posts, emails, and messages? Just going to throw that out there. Is nobody else can even question that that's okay? And, of course, they're putting this all under the guise of, well, again, it's for the safety and protection of the kids to make sure they're protected. Well, obviously, this system was a complete and utter failure. So if it wasn't monitoring this to try to find the active shooter, what was it doing? Well, again, I think everybody's realized now the monitoring platforms they have have nothing to do with protection. They have everything to do with controlling the continued outcome and maintaining the narrative. That's at least my opinion. So now we have this AI program that's active in the school district with this 18-year-old kid who allegedly goes out and buys two ARs and armor right after his 18th birthday. Now, the first thing I'm going to get into here is they have photos on a social media of him bragging about his new AR-15s that he bought, which there's nothing illegal about that. There's nothing wrong with that, and I don't have a bit of problem with somebody doing that. 18-year-old has a right to buy a firearm, period. 
Now, what I do have a question about is this kid apparently, I don't, from what I looked at, he lived with his grandma. He wasn't, you know, wealthy or anything. He didn't seem like they had any type of significant mass revenue that was coming in. He didn't have social media posts of him in high-end cars or planes or anything like that. And I'm not picking on him. What I'm saying is all we know is this kid allegedly lived with his grandma in this lower area. And suddenly one of the rifles that he has on there is a Daniel Defense MV7 which I know exactly what that platform is. I've shot it. It's an unbelievably nice, smooth-operating Daniel Defense rifle, and it's got an EOTech holographic sight on top. That right there I know for a fact because I have played with that weapon platforms before, and I know a dealer that runs them. That gun right there, before you even get into tax anything, background checks, that is a $2,500 platform with an EOTech on it right there. And then he's got another AR-15 that's about another $1,000 rifle beside it, and then he allegedly got body armor and magazines and ammunition this kid went to the store on his 18th birthday and dumped at minimum $4,000 on gear. Four grand. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was 18 years old, I didn't just have $4,000 in cash to go blow on a bunch of AR platforms and body armor and ammunition and mags. That seems very, very odd to me. The other thing that's also very strange about this, and this, and I'm not picking on the brand at all because I love Dana Defense. I own one. The DD MV7 is the exact same rifle that they also showed photos of in the Las Vegas shooting when there were AR-15s scattered all over the hotel room and no windows were broken in the hotel room and the shooter was in there by himself when the police breached it and he had blown his face off and they said on body cam footage, SWAT team said, there are no windows broken out over here. The same photo of the rifle on the ground was a DD MV7 with an EOTech on it with a bump fire stock. Now, I don't know if there's any correlation between these two, but I do find it very strange. Not to mention, I mean, it's, it's a nice weapons platform. But again, how did an 18-year-old that's living with his grandma, because I don't know what's going on with his family, basically is able to go dump $4,000 in weapon platforms on his 18th birthday? Did he save up money for this? May have been. Was somebody else helping him with this? Did he have somebody else that was involved in this? Was there a reason why they intentionally didn't say anything on the AI algorithm? They were allegedly monitoring all this kid's media and platforms and messages. I don't know. But it's a horrific incident. But one thing that I do say, and I, we did this down here in Florida. We passed this bill, and some schools have chosen to go along with it. Others have not. You just want to look at an understanding of how inept the government is with financial spending. There's roughly 131000 K through 12 schools in the United States, about 131,000, give or take a few. You got some extra private ones. We're up about 131,000. If you place an armed guard, retired veteran, combat veteran, somebody that knew how to gunfight and was also stable, had himself together, you vetted him, you pay him $75,000 a year and put a combat veteran at every single one of these schools as basically a private school officer. It has the ability to protect the school and knows exactly how to handle himself in a combat situation. $75,000 a year. Nationally wide, we'd spend $9.8 billion a year. Nationally. The entire year on all those schools with a combat vet. There are 19 million well-trained, certified, capable, retired veterans currently in the United States. Not all of them being combat veterans, but 19 million of that. So we just spent $40 billion to the third most corrupt country in the entire world so we can maintain whatever weirdness is going on over there, whether it's the biolabs or it's Biden's laptops with his son, $40 billion. 
which means we literally could have funded four years of combat veterans being stationed at every single school in the United States that are great officers in most cases, a lot of them being retired officers in the military, in the Marine Corps, in the Army. Four years we could have done that for what we spent in Ukraine. Just, just an option throwing out there. So be very wary when you start hearing about how every gun-owning, law-abiding citizen needs to have their rights stripped from them because you have an 18-year-old that is apparently a lunatic. There's photos of him now dressed up in dresses and everything else that have gone on social media. So I don't know if he was transgender. I don't know what medications he was on. I'm sure they're going to make sure none of that information gets released. Horrific incident. But again, you have to look at some of the weirdness that's going on behind the scenes. The Colt platform, the M16 platform that came out in the Vietnam era, that rifle came into civilian hands in the mid-60s. The AR-15 with the 5.56 cartridge has been around circulation in the civilian market for almost 60 years now. 60 years that rifle and cartridge has been around. Isn't it funny, ironic, I guess you could say, that school shootings and mass shootings in general with AR-15s just really started to come about in the last about 20 years? So why didn't we have this massive craze of shootings 40 years before that when, quite frankly, you could go buy M16 machine guns with a $200 tax stamp at any point in time from your local gun store with very little restrictions? Much, much easier to get machine guns and M16s and M60s and everything else in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Why didn't we see mass shootings back then? Well, because we weren't absolutely ruining society, taking God out of the schools, taking prayers out of the schools, increasing the making sure that we have fatherless homes with the social platforms now and all these welfare programs. We have these media and social media and everybody has to be relevant now and come out and say stupid stuff just to try to get likes on social media. doesn't matter what it is. doesn't matter how asinine it is. doesn't matter if they hurt themselves. doesn't matter if it hurts their family. As long as they can get some likes and claps and hearts on, on social media – they're totally cool with doing anything they have to do, not to mention the psychiatric drugs with the Ritalin and Adderall that started to come about very aggressively in the 80s or excuse me, in the 90s and 2000s. If you look how society, society was massively demoralized and brought down from segments and no longer Christianity, no longer reasoning, no longer critical thinking, and more drugs were pumped into the school, and then you kind of wonder – I wonder why this continued to happen. It doesn't take a whole lot of research to start realizing why so many of these incidents and so many of these kids have gone crazy. Not to mention, we just locked these kids down for two years in most cases and told them to wear masks, and they weren't allowed to associate with their peers, and they basically had to stay six feet apart. I told everybody there was going to be severe consequences to the psychological impact of these young children. And not to mention, now you've got a lot of them that are very, very susceptible, in my opinion, to MK Ultra platforms that are on social media and on YouTube. They're very, very alive and well with a lot of the music videos and other video platforms they have on there using MK Ultra techniques to mind control and can train, train these kids into focusing on certain things and getting them to do certain things. They've showed it in the media. They've showed it in music. Very, very easy to do. So again, my friends, make sure you're doing your own research and don't allow emotions to cloud judgment into giving up rights away when in most cases there's a lot of things that could have been done very, very easily to prevent this from happening. Every single place that politicians go, they're covered by security contractors or secret service with firearms. Everywhere ultra-wealthy individuals go, like Bezos, they have security contractors with them everywhere they go. One of the only places – that is a gun-free zone that's not a bank you know, or Federal Reserve building or a federal building, the, one of the only places 
is schools where you have the most vulnerable individuals in society. Firearms are not allowed on the premises to protect those children. Think about that for a second before you start parroting a lot of the mainstream media BS that they're pumping out right now, Dad. What do you think? I covered a lot of stuff. Uh, Number one, AI was basically monitoring the school, and it did not pick up on the guy who was about to shoot these children. All right. How do we know AI didn't pick up on it? How do we know that uh, it's not what AI wanted? Exactly. There's, there's an article right now. It's from Motherboard, and its the name of the article is AI Inventing Its Own Culture, Passing It On to Humans, Sociologists Found. And so uh, we have talked about this in depth about AI being linked into a D-wave computer, basically controlling our very thoughts and minds and actions. And the AI is basically deciding on what's going to happen from a, how should I say, framework in the society based upon what it controls as far as algorithms, what it puts out. You start sending out images and pictures of people that are inappropriate or, you know, or mass murder situations, or you start twisting them in somebody's head, you start messing with them. Now, in my book, Maximum Solutions to ADD, Autism, and Learning Disabilities in Children that I wrote back about 20 years ago, I actually looked at the incidences of the shootings in the because you know we had Columbine back there and a lot of other stuff. We had a lot of shootings back in the 90s too in these schools. This has been going on now for a 20, 30 year psychop. Like Austin, it didn't happen, you know, 70 years ago. It happens now. And and the crazy part about this is is that in every single case, every single child that was involved in the shootings, all of them were on psychiatric drugs, Prozac, Zoloft, a bunch of different ones, and it really controls them when they get like that they start having real weird personality problems including suicide and suicidal behaviors and i actually did i think i did a whole chapter on that in the book you know and i started talking about it in depth and of course that that information is old now but the reality is is that it was this is what i discovered way back when and then you'd give them 76 vaccines full of aluminum and back then we had mercury still in the vaccines and all the other things that these children are contaminating their brains and central nervous system with their synaptic functions don't work as well as they do. But there's one other thing that's darker, and I've got to cover that with you guys. And this is just a, you know, I'm not saying that this is the case in this current shooting. I'm not specifying any of these shootings, but I'm saying that, you know, we've got a real problem right now in the United States with MK Ultra, mind control, sex trafficking, child trafficking, monarch mind control, NAMBLA, the CIA, which we also know is, you know, basically controls Hollywood, the Kabbalist Luciferians that I talk about pretty much on every show now because these are the guys that are involved in it through their Zohar and through the high levels of the Masonic leaders and the CIA and MI6 and Mossad and Jeffrey Epstein. And again, this child trafficking turns into this common denominator from Jerry Seville and all the rest of these guys in England and, you know, Jeffrey Epstein here and just like Maxwell here. And I've posted this article, this video that I want you to watch. It's dark. It's real dark. And I suggest you do not watch the video as far as the pictures. Listen to the audio. There's too much weird stuff coming through the screen as far as the photographs. But the name of it is it's posted on BitChute. And I've got it posted on, the, on, the, on, on our website. I'm going to have a Harrison post it again. And this is why I'm putting it in red caps. And basically it's going to say child trafficking, monarch mind control, NAMBLA and the CIA, also known as Hollywood, and it's going to go into detail. Now, I'm not saying that everything on this video is correct, and I'm not saying that all of it is true. I'm just saying that it brings a lot of stuff to light as far as what's going on in Hollywood and how come it's so weird. And we need to understand 
that these blood covenants that these people are making with Lucifer and signing these contracts in blood and all the stuff that you've heard about is real. Making deals with the devil, that's real. And all these entities that we talk about on this show that nobody else wants to talk about because I guess it gets too weird. The video even goes into detail about reptilians. This was first really talked about with David Icke. He started talking about the reptilian race that runs the planet. Now, I know this sounds really weird. I don't normally talk about stuff like this. But here's the thing, and here's why I'm talking about this right now. We need to realize that we have a, a real problem with other entities that are on this planet. And we also have to realize that Satan showed up as a snake talking to Eve. That's a reptile. He's also been called a viper. He's also We also have Quetzalcoatl, the winged serpent. He's also been known as Leviathan. And let's not forget what they call their own snake god in a tree, you know, Einsof, that has his own Wikipedia page with Kabbalah. This reoccurring theme of the reptilians occurs over and over and over again throughout history, even on Egyptian pyramids with the winged serpent gods. It just goes on and on and on. And so now we have people saying that these people are reptilians and they have a tendency to be able to shape shift. Now, that sounds weird to you, and that sounds weird to me. And the first time I heard it, I thought, you know, the guy who was talking about it was completely and totally nuts. I really did. But then I started looking at what the Bible says, and, and here's what it says. They're talking about masquerading people. And he goes, this is, this is, on, uh, this is, uh, this is actually uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 12. I'm reading what the Word of God says. And here's what it says. And I will keep on doing what I am doing in order to cut the ground from under those who want an opportunity to be considered equal with us in the things that they boast about. For such people are false prophets, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder. Now listen to this. I'm going to repeat it. This is verse 14. And no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. In other words, he's wearing some type of disguise or he's changing or whatever. It says that. It's not clear how he does it. But Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness, their end will be their, what their actions deserve. Now, the, the reason I brought that up today was because of this current shooting. Because I want people to realize that there are people out there that are committed, completely and totally committed to destroying the United States. They're working with MK Ultra, which is still going on. They're, they have demonic butterfly program, which brings to create sex slaves. You see a lot of these people that get really messed up in the head who go through Disney. You see it over and over and over again. Britney Spears being one of them. And this list goes on and on and on. Watch the video. Listen to the video. Try not to look at the imaging, imagery that's coming across it and listen to it. And, and just, and I, I'm going to tell you now, it's dark. You need to pray before you watch it, pray after you watch it, and just be aware of this stuff is real. That's why I said to you the other day, if you're out with your children in public, you hold their hand. If you're out with the grandchildren in public, I'm talking about little kids, you hold their hand. Just the other day, a man was at a game, a sporting event, and his 15-year-old daughter took off and went to the bathroom. She was abducted in the bathroom, sold in a sex slave, and was being prostituted. Somebody found her picture a week or two later on a website prostituting her. They contacted the authorities, and she was rescued. That just happened. The sex slave business is huge. Human trafficking is huge, and it just is what it is. And then the same thing happened in the Christian churches. When this group of people came in via the Masonic Lodges, via the same group that does all of this, the Kabbalists, infiltrated the Catholic Church, 
back in the 30s and the 40s with the pedophile priests, and they're still there today, and then infiltrated the Christian church with the Masonic lodges and put deacons and elders and preachers in the pulpit, particularly in the Southern Baptist churches, because they were really preaching the gospel, who were going to subvert Christianity. This is what we have right now. That's why they've taken such a strong foothold in the United States and globally, because we have basically taken the only, only opposition that we had against them and emasculated it, castrated it, feminized it, whatever you want to call it. That's why we have so many men in the pulpit who act like women, who wear makeup, who wear eyeliner, who have their fingernails done. I mean, just I'm not, I'm not going to – and I understand. If you're on TV and they put makeup on you because the lights are so bright, you look like Casper the Friendly Ghost if you don't have makeup on. I got that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about they run around in public with makeup on. Weird stuff. They act like they're transgenders. I know one of them locally. Weirdo. You know, good preacher, but he's a weirdo. Okay? And, you know, and so the problem with all of this stuff is they've come in now and they've subverted Christianity. They can't talk about real things and real issues as far as things that are affecting the church from a political standpoint or moral standpoint that you never hear them ever talk about transgenders or any of this stuff in the pulpit in the vast majority of cases. Now, there are pastors that do that, and I commend them, and I applaud them for telling the truth. I do. But I'm going to read you something else now from Peter, and this, this is really important. This is Second Peter chapter 2. It deals with false teachers and their destruction. Now, I'm going to read you this in depth, and I'm going to kind of comment a little bit of it. It says, but there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who brought them. Remember, they're talking about taking Jesus Christ out of Christianity now, as far as church, bringing swift destruction on themselves. They will follow their depraved contact, these sex traffickers and these preachers in the pulpit that basically go after young girls. This is what it says. They will follow their depraved conduct, and they will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In other words, they will try to destroy Christianity. In their greed, because they're the prosperity preachers in most cases, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. One preacher I heard one time said it was raining gold from heaven while he was on the set of a Christian TV show. I kid you not. Their condemnation has been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping. For if God did not spare the angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought back the, brought the flood, this is with Noah chapter 6, and on his ungodly people, and he protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others. If he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to the ground and to ashes and made them an example of what was going to happen to the ungodly. He tells you right there about what he thinks about homosexuality. And if he rescued Lot, a righteous man, who was distressed by the depraved conduct of the lawless. For that righteous man lived among them day after day, was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Bold and arrogant, they are not afraid to heap abuse on celestial beings. Yet even angels, although they are stronger and more powerful, did not heap abuse on such beings when bringing judgment on them from the Lord. This is the people that teach you how to pray in precatory prayers. Okay? They teach you how to curse people in the name of Jesus. This is crazy stuff they tell you to do. This is not of God. But these people blaspheme in matters they do not understand. They are like unreasoning animals, creatures of instinct, born only to be caught and destroyed. And like animals, they too will perish. They will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. The, their idea of pleasure is to carouse around in broad daylight. They are blots and blemishes, revealing their pleasures 
while they feast with you. With eyes full of adultery, they never stop sinning. They seduce the unstable. They are experts in greed. They're in a cursed brood. They have left the straight way, and they wandered off to follow the way of Baal. I told you guys this. Baal, Asherah, Moloch, the blood, all this satanic worship. This is what he's talking about him right now, who loved the wages of wickedness. But he was rebuked for the wrongdoing by a donkey on animals without speech, who spoke with human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. They followed the way of Balaam, the son of Bezer. This is what they're speaking, speaking directly by that individual who practices these ancient arts. These people are springs without water and misdriven by storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them, for they mouth empty, boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of the flesh, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves to depravity. For people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it and overcome, they are worse off in the end than they were in the beginning. It would be better for them to have not known the way of righteousness than to have known it and to turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them, the Proverbs is true. A dog returns to a vomit and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. This is a warning for Christians. It is telling you right now that if you accept Christ and you're walking in the ways of righteousness, and you're again entangled by the ways that you were before you became saved, and you're going back out to the bars again, you're going back out to the strip clubs again, you're going back and you're getting involved in all kinds of weird stuff, and including drugs and alcohol abuse and all the other things that people get involved in, don't do it, because it's going to drag you back into the ditch you came out of. The, the, the thing you have to remember, and I've told you this many times on the show, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I've seen it repeatedly with people that I've seen, they're quote-unquote Christians, they fall away, and all of a sudden you look back at them and you say, wow, you were once a Christian. What happened to you? I know multiple people like that from Tallahassee that were one time born again, children of the Most High God, who were both complete and total blasphemers at this point. I pray for both of them. Both of them worked out with me back in the 70s and in the 80s. And guys, listen to me. It's really important. Be really careful. That's why I told you. Listen to the video, but don't look at the imagery so you can see what they're talking about or hear what they're talking about, but you don't need to put it through your mind. Be very careful what you read. Be very careful what you go to see. Don't watch satanic movies ever. Don't bring them into your house. The other day we got one of these DVDs from uh, you know, the pawn shop for 33 cents or whatever it was. I watched a few minutes of it. I said, this ain't what I'm going to watch. I took the DVD. I kid you not. Listen to me. I'm not making this up. I took it outside and I threw it in the garbage can outside. Threw it away. I mean, I just got rid of it. I, I mean, I didn't even, I was so weird, I didn't even want it in my house. You say, well, that seems silly to you, Ted. That seems silly to us. Okay. Right. Okay. But that's the, that was my exclamation point on the video of what I wanted to know that I wanted God to know that I was going to do that. I wasn't going to leave that weird thing in the house with me. That was a haunted room in a, in a hotel. It was awful. So listen to me, guys. Be very, very, very careful. Know that these things are out there. Understand that they're out there. That's why you can watch that or listen to that video. But, guys, don't be meddling in it. Don't be going and playing with Ouija boards. Don't be going and, and, and going to, you know, palm readers and all the weird stuff and tarot cards. Avoid all of that stuff. Stay away from the Zohar. Stay away from the witchcraft. Because, guys, these people are out there preying on Christians. They're in Christian churches trying to put hexes and curses on people. They're there. Okay, uh, they, but when you're covered with the blood of the Most High God's Son Jesus Christ, and you've been fused with this energy field that we would call the Holy Spirit that comes in you and protects you, and the blood of Christ basically sanctifies you. Remember, what the Bible says 
Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour. He may not devour you if you stay in the word, you stay with Christianity, and you continue to do what's right in God's eyes to the best of your ability. Now, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things you shouldn't ought to do. But you're going to know that you shouldn't have done them. You'll be convicted by the Holy Spirit. You can just ask God, say, Lord, please forgive me. I'm sorry I did that. Help me to do better next time. That's all you got to do. You're not perfect. Even Paul said he does the things he knows he's not supposed to do in the New Testament. Remember that. But it's not the fact that you do the things which you shouldn't do because we're all going to sin. That's why Christ came to sanctify us. It's the fact that you start to enjoy it and you want to be in it and you prefer to be in that than you would with your Christian friends or your Christian walker witness. That's the problem. You can't get yourself to that point because you become reprobate. I've seen it repeatedly. I've, I've, I've got a friend of mine. He's got a daughter. And, and basically she was raised in the church. She was raised in the church and she was taught the things of the Lord. I mean Sunday school, church all the time. Man, did she rebel and still in rebellion. Yeah, and the sad part about this is, is that the parents couldn't have done anything more. See, people have freedom of choice and freedom of will. And remember that, you know, I always talk to people about Christ. I mean, I mean, all the time. And I always wait for them to ask me questions about it. And I talk to them about health and I talk to them about all kinds of stuff. I talked about this talk show that we do and I ask them certain questions. And if they respond to me with other questions or they say, how can we listen to the podcast? Can you link, show me, give, send me the link? I'm pretty good. But most of them don't do that. 90% of them don't do that. They don't ask you any questions. They're not interested in hearing the truth because the Bible says light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. It says about the Bible says only a remnant will be saved. It's like 10 percent. That's it. So if you've got what a million people, you're going to have maybe 100,000 get saved maximum. OK. And then only if they've escaped by passing through the fire, it says I mean, it's going to be pretty rough on the, in the end days of people going through all of this. Because, guys, there's so many people out there that aren't doing what they're supposed to do. There's so many preachers that the only reason they're preaching it's because they don't have any other useful skill sets. I, I'm, I'm not being mean here. I'm just telling you the truth. They're not really called to be a preacher. They're basically, they want to find a way that they can do the least amount of work to make the most amount of money. And they do that. Sometimes they have a gift of gab. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're good speakers. Sometimes they're not. But they find a way to do something that's going to allow them to come in and make a lot of money tax free. I see it over and over and over again. That's why the 5013C Corporation was so horrible when they set it up as far as the Christian churches. They can buy all of these things and never pay any income tax on them and leave it all in the name of the church. Multiple jets, multiple homes, multiple parsonages, all this stuff. One guy out in California going to a big TV network out there. He's dead now, as far as I'm concerned, good riddance. He owned like 25 mansions around the country that were all part of the estate of that giant TV show. And one time I remember I was watching him. Uh, do a TV show when he was talking about the reason people weren't being blessed is they weren't giving him money. He said that. I heard him say it, and then he flips him off and gives him the bird. Gives him the finger right on the TV show. I see it. I thought to myself, my gosh. And then you find out that, you know, he had some affair with some guy and had to pay the guy off. In other words, he's a homosexual on top of everything else. You see it over and over and over again. Be very careful. I said this the other day, who you send your money to. Be very careful who you support. I called up my agent yesterday for State Farm, and I said, okay, you better let me know what's going on. She goes, man, we have been slammed with phone calls. She goes, State Farm puts out $60 million a year to basically uh, in donations to basically uh, further different causes and different charities. And she goes, one of the people down low in the organization put $40,000 without approval of upper-level management into the transgender books being distributed. State Farm's hierarchy knew nothing about it, and they have completely distanced themselves from that. And I said to her, I said, I like you. 
you guys give me good insurance rates. But if they had not walked away from this or stepped away, I would have moved all of my insurance. I would have stopped it. I would have no longer have a state farm policy at all, period. I would be done with it because I'm not going to give my money to a company that supports filth, perversion, and sexual immorality. I'm not going to do it. Again, I thank you for supporting Health Masters. We do the best we can. I mean, we do. We make you the best products we can make. We try to give you the best service we possibly can. You know, yesterday I was, I was, I was texting back and forth to Carmen, good friend, good, good lady, wonderful lady. And, and she said that basically that, you know, our show, the Ted Nelson Brower show is the best show on all media. And I just told her thank you. And I said, I thank God Almighty that we do this. And I thank God Almighty that he called me out of retirement and Austin and I do this. And I really thank God Almighty for everything that he's done in my life, including the huge audience we have on this show now. Because guys, if it wasn't for you supporting Health Masters and getting your vitamins and your deodorant and all this other kind of stuff from us, we couldn't be on the air. So I want to thank you again for that. You guys are absolutely amazing to me. But I wanted to get a little bit preachy here this morning with you because I needed to let you know there are certain things we're supposed to do, certain things we're not supposed to do. And, and, and I got one more question to ask Austin. I mean, you know, think about this for a second. Where does an 18 year old come up with four thousand, five thousand, six thousand dollars, whatever it costs? Maybe his grandmother had some money and she gave it to him. I don't know. But why is it the media asking that question? We're the Ted Nelson Brower show now because of Austin's asking that question. Where did an 18 year old who wore dresses, who acted like a transgender, who was so confused because of society and what he was taught, where does he come up with thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars while he's still in high school, apparently, or getting out of high school or just turned 18 or whatever he was, to buy weapons platforms that are so advanced that I don't even own stuff like that? It's really weird to me that he had that kind of money. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? I think you, everything you said was spot on, and this has been the issue with society over the last few decades, and you nailed it on the head. And Yeah, I've, I've asked this question out of multiple people. I even had my uh, – I sent it to my buddy who's a sheriff, and he said the exact same thing. He goes, dude, that's Daniel Defense. <laughs> like That's the top of the top with a weapons platform. I mean, what did he, did he get a credit card when he was 18? That's hard to do, more than a $500 limit because you don't have any credit. Did he steal money from his grandma? I don't know. But again, why is that question not getting asked? Instead of saying, why did an 18-year-old buy a rifle? Well, I got a million-dollar question to ask everybody. You can go enlist in the military at 17. Basically, you can get a sign-off on it. If you need parental consent, you can do that. But a lot of times, you can get a sign-off on it at 17. You can go get trained on some of the most violently aggressive weapon platforms in the entire world. I mean, M250 cal belted machine guns that have been around for 100 years. 240 Bravos, I mean, everything. Javelins, you go in the straight-up army, deploy. Go to the Middle East, go fight people, 18, 19, 20 years old. But suddenly an 18-year-old civilian's not allowed to be able to buy a firearm, which is what they're bringing up here. That's what they're trying to come out and say now. But again, this has nothing to do with protecting people. This has nothing to do with protecting children. Again, I earlier, I showed you a very, very clear-cut, easy platform you could do and you could implement immediately across the country if you want to have security of schools. Why is it the schools are one of the only places that are gun-free zones? Hmm? Why, I mean, why is that? Why, 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 why is it the most vulnerable area in the entire country is also the least protected area in the entire country? Nobody again wants to ask that question. And again, this is what's going on. And also, too, it's interesting, isn't it? And all these weird things have been going back to back to back to back to back right after COVID. You know, it's funny for the last two years, pretty much nothing else has happened except COVID. You guys notice that? No shootings, no issues as far as any massive war engagements, no other problems really at all. 
only thing everybody's told is that you have to get a shot in order to be protected, which we all know that was a complete and total lie now. We now know the Pfizer documents. It's funny. Every time the Pfizer documents get released, more and more stuff starts coming. And it's interesting enough, isn't it, too, that all these things started to start happening right after another, right after the Pfizer documents occurred and right after the COVID lies pretty much got exposed for what they were. My buddy said to me yesterday, he goes, man, why is it like, why haven't we been mass shootings the last two years? Oh, well, it's because school wasn't really in and people couldn't do stuff. No, people were still nuts. People were still crazy. There were still MK Ultra platforms going along. Why didn't anything happen? Well, because COVID had to make sure it took the primary spotlight in the narrative. They had to make sure they got as many people as they could injected with the shot. And the booster shots, apparently, we're starting to see now, are the main culprit that they're trying to hit people with that are really making people sick. It's like every time you hear something, more boosted shots, more sick people keep getting. We're not talking about that, are we? I'm not talking about the fact that the Pfizer documents, the FDA released at the beginning of the month, showed that the only inc- the only aspect of actual uh, productivity that worked, success with the Pfizer shot, was 12% effective. 12% effective the first seven days after getting it. By 12, I think 12 or 13 days, it had a negative effect. Your immune system had a, le- a lesser effect than it did before you were injected. Meaning the Pfizer shot was complete and total sham at actually protecting anything. At the very best, it was a sham. Why is that being talked about? It's funny, monkeypox shows up. Monkeypox has been around for decades. Decades has been around. Decades. Now suddenly we're distributing smallpox vaccines across the country, telling everybody they need to get a smallpox vaccine because there's been like eight cases of monkeypox in the country. And all of them now have been pretty much tied back to international travel to this giant gay orgy they had over in Spain with 80,000 people. Just going to throw that out there. They've been trying to rebuttal that and fact check that for the last week now. And don't, they've definitely found that this is primarily where all the cases have started from. But yet suddenly everybody needs to focus on it. And that one didn't take quite well enough, did it? So now we have this horrific incident in Texas. Always, my friends, ask questions of things that are going on. It's interesting enough as well. While all this is happening right now, the UN Security Council, along with the World Economic Forum, and all these other groups now have come out now, and they've basically been saying that there's about to be a massive, massive reduction in food supply in the entire country. One of the experts that are staying near, they were talking about Sarah Merker, who's the CEO of Grow Intelligence, a global company that predicts food supply trends through the public and private data, as well as artificial intelligence, confirmed that the global food security and crisis has intensified and is stating that within the world has around a 10-week supply of wheat remaining. It's the same, 10-week supply of wheat remaining. That would put us to about the end of July, beginning of August, wouldn't it? Because pretty much Russia and Ukraine were the two primary main breadbaskets for wheat for most of the entire world. Interestingly enough, that just happened to happen right now, the last couple months with this conflict over there. Now we're watching this giant money laundering scheme in Ukraine, $40 billion. I still can't wrap my mind around this. My neighbor across the street, he's from Connecticut. Great dude. Always out there working on his property and stuff. He stopped by today in his golf cart right when I got to the office. And we talked for a couple minutes, and you, but we're both on the same page with everything. And he's talking about everything that's going on in Ukraine and all this nonsense. And basically, we both agreed the fact that it's all a complete and total lie. And I told him, I said, as long as people keep parodying the narrative and people keep actually believing it and people don't take to radio shows and podcasts and social media and speak up that they know this is complete and total fakery, buffoonery, theater, I said they're going to keep doing it. 
I said, they run AI platforms on everything now. Did anybody notice now? It seems like every time you turn around, every article is constantly talking about artificial intelligence and algorithms. Nobody else picked up on that yet. That's why I bring up a lot of these articles all the time. I just brought it up with this girl talking about the food supply. Talked about this whole platform that they use to surveil this entire school district, which nobody's talking about. They use with the NSA data center. AI is becoming extremely advanced. There was an article I saw yesterday that was going into detail that's now saying that artificial intelligence is actually starting to sculpt and mold society into different directions based on what they predict and what they show and what they do. Yeah, we're talking Cyberdyne, guys. We're talking Terminator and Terminator 2 were not just science fiction films. They were actually starting to become predictive on what they actually wanted to do. Remember the whole premise of that film is that Cyberdyne, the AI platform that went online, found that the human beings were basically a threat and that they were going to unplug it. So Cyberdyne released nuclear missiles. Remember all that whole story with that whole movie? That was back from the 90s, guys. The first one was done in the 80s. We're starting to watch that happen now. AI is becoming self-aware. They're starting to build their own systems and predict, and not only predict, they're starting to tell human beings what they have to do and they can and can't do. It's a very strange time. And this is when you start looking at the alpha wave computers and the D wave computers and all the weird stuff that they've been working on for years now. Where is it gathering this technology from? Is it, is it actually computers? Is it really just microchips processing it? Or is there another outside entity, a dark matter, a dark force that's using these AI platforms to basically do what they need to do? Is it coming from a different dimension? I don't know. Seems very odd to me, isn't it? That every time we turn around now, there's constantly AI platforms that are bringing up and talking about. Now, you know, the Neuralink that Elon Musk is working on is going to be embedded into your skull. They talk about the 6G 6G, the next phase of 5G was just a lily pad stepping stone. 6G is going to be used for you to basically have augmented virtual reality that you can see without glasses. I still don't know how the heck that works. That's a quote from them from 6G. Augmented virtual reality without glasses. So you're basically going to be able to see your phone and scroll your screen and watch YouTube and watch movies like as like a side piece. With a, with a neural link? I don't know how that's going to function. Don't know, don't want to know. Quite frankly, do not want to be involved in that nonsense when it starts going to that realm. So, my friends, it's very important when you start digging down, you have to open up and say, okay, this is the big picture. Because one thing the media is really good at, they're very good at compartmentalizing and putting everything in a very small box and telling people you can't get outside the box. You have to stay within your four corners. You have to stay within your structure that we tell you. You cannot ask questions on anything outside those four corners. Now, if it's Republican, if it's Democrat, if it's Trump, if it's Biden, oh, yeah, those all fall in the corners. We can, make sure we, we can bounce them all around like a pinball inside your box. But if you poke your head out of that box – and you look at the giant platform you're on, and you look at the giant theater screen you're on, you're not allowed to do that. You're only allowed to focus on what we tell you to focus on. And that's why, again, I've been telling everybody, it's very, very imperative that people make sure they're well-prepped, especially if you've got kids and you've got family, for what's going to start occurring. Because remember, if things start to go sideways, which they've already done, I mean, you can look over in Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, L.A., I mean, they're already starting to go third-world countryish. I mean, look at the photos from L.A., I mean, the piles and piles of trash on the rail tracks, it's now causing them to stop sometimes because they're literally just robbing rail cars at will now. They're arresting people and letting them out within 24 hours for felony charges without with zero bond. That's what's going on in L.A. 
it, it's becoming total lawless in certain areas of the country. Now, these, of course, are the main hardcore communist left-controlled areas, and that's why they're going to that realm. But understand, my friend, that stuff spreads like a cancer. If it's not checked, if it's not dealt with, you're going to have that spread to other parts of the country. And it starts going further and further and further to a point to where it's just the Wild West again, where you're going to be making sure you have an M4 strapped on you when you go to Walmart, not because you want to do anything bad, but simply because everybody wants to do something bad to you. When you start understanding that there are certain people in society that are so horrific and are so violent, they have no business being anywhere in a civilized society. And you realize that those are the same people that in most cases the government is bringing into this country from the Mexican drug cartel and they're bringing them here and they're giving them money to stay here. If people don't think we already have numerous militias from other countries already put here, you're not living in reality. There's a reason why ATF gave 2,500 machine guns and 50 caliber Barrett rifles to the Mexican drug cartel, and it wasn't to check straw purchases and find out where they went. They wanted to make sure they armed those groups down there. That's why it's very imperative that people train, they stay prepared, and they get ready. Because as things start to occur, they're going to continue to blame the patriots, and they are going to try to take the firearms away from us. That's the whole reason why they keep pushing this narrative over and over and over again. And I've said it again, and I will say it all the time. The only reason an entity or a group or a government wants to disarm you is because you would shoot them for what they're going to do to you next after they disarm you. And they know that. And they do not want anybody having weapon platforms that are capable of anything. That's why the United States is pretty much the only country in the entire world that has not been disarmed yet. It has the whole United Nations 2030 agendas to make sure there are no firearms in civilian hands. So again, my friends, stay prepped, stay strong, stay focused, and stay at peace and stay at ease. Don't live in fear at all. We all know our protection is through Christ, but it's also up to us to make sure we do what we need to do on our end to stay prepared. Remember, the wise man sees calamity and seeks shelter. The the poor, the basically the moron, it basically says in, in Proverbs, so to speak, basically sees calamity and does nothing and is basically brought to ruin over it. Always make sure you're looking at things from a broad picture, and if you feel like there's something you need to do, whether or not you need to have some backup food or backup water or backup security or go take a firearm class, which I encourage a lot of people to do, and still people still do not listen to me on that, okay, maybe it's that time you start listening to certain people that are telling you to do stuff that have been involved in that or experienced that or know a few things. Again, do your own research. Make your own decision. I'm not telling you to do anything, but again, I always encourage people, think outside the box and make your own decisions for yourself, Dad. What do you think? You know, um, we have to realize that we have to be armed to protect ourselves. And you think, well, wait a minute. You know, what do you mean? I said, well, let's look, let's, let's look at the biblical version of this. Uh, this is on for John 18.10, starting in verse 9. This was to fulfill the word he has spoken. I have not lost, lost one of those who you have given me. Verse 10. Then Simon Peter, Simon Peter, he's with Jesus now. This is the Garden of Gethsemane. Simon Peter drew his sword. Simon Peter was armed. He was carrying a weapon. I'm going to repeat that. He's walking with God Almighty, with Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God, and he draws a sword, right? Now, what does he do with the sword? Then Simon Peter drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. And then Jesus said to him, put your sword back in its sheath, said Jesus to Peter. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given me? In other words, 
basically what he was saying is that I've come here for this purpose, to be a blood covenant for you guys, for the redemption of your sins, and I'm going to drink of this cup. I'm going to do this because this is what I've been called to do. This is why I'm here. But Peter was armed. Get that. Peter wasn't some limp-wristed, pencil-necked, little geek, transgender, weirdo wearing a dress acting like a little girly mod. He yanked his sword out and cut the guy's ear off. Now, I'll give Jesus credit. He picked up the guy's ear and put it back on this priest's servant's head and healed it immediately. Now, think about that. You know, when he did that, had I been in that detachment of troops and temple guards had been sent to arrest Jesus, I'd have just said, yeah. I'm good. I'm leaving. You know what I'm saying? Guy picks up the ear, puts it back on, and heals it. Remember when they said, I am he? He said, I am he, and they fell backwards and fell down from the power? I'd have walked away from that, too. But Jesus knew that he had come for that reason, so he allowed all those things to happen. Does that mean we're supposed to go out and be ridiculously reckless with our weapons? Absolutely not. You want to go to jail quicker than a... You know, quicker than you ever imagined, quicker than a New York second. Uh, you start pulling weapons and brandishing weapons. They'll put you in prison quick. Just they don't want you. They don't want to have that society back again. At least now in the state of Florida, you could fire a warning shot if someone's about to attack you to stop it and not go to prison for three years. Before they changed that law, if you were just trying to prevent something from happening and prevent an attack, and you discharge your weapon, you were going to go to jail, mandatory three years in prison for discharging your weapon. They changed that now. Now we have standard ground laws, which makes Florida, you know, a very good state to live in, which is why more and more and more people are moving to Florida. Now let's talk about this gun thing for a second also. We have to understand that these, this satanic group works in threes. You know, we've had three shootings in the last couple of weeks. We had the two big ones, and then we've had another one. We've had three shootings in the United States in the last couple of weeks. They do things in numbers. These are Kabbalists, Luciferian, Synagogue of Satan, people who practice gematria and numbers. Now, I've posted a free PDF online for you, and you need to listen to me on this one. You need to read this. I know we give you a lot of stuff to read on the show. I got that. I've read this entire book. I've done entire shows on this book, and it's free. It's not going to cost you anything to read. It's at the Health Masters website. The most dangerous book in the world, 9-11 as a mass ritual. You need to read the book. And it goes into detail on the Masonic Lodge tie-ins, the Masonic Lodge satanic tie-ins to what happened with 9-11 and how these are mass ritual sacrifices, the same thing they did with Dresden. You need to read that book. If you don't read anything else this week, that's the one you need to read. Please pick that one up and send that to as many friends as you possibly can, along with the other one I just sent you The uh, as far as the the information on the child trafficking. By the way, Pfizer has now announced it is satisfied with the clinical trials, which were pretty much non-existent, and will push three doses of COVID vaccine for those children under the age of five. That way they could turn them into hermaphrodites, sterilize them, turn them into transgenders, and hopefully not kill all of them. I mean, it's going to be awful what they're going to do with this. And it's not going to end because this is what these guys do on an ongoing basis. Now, there's one other article that came out and I want to talk, share this with you. And it dealt with the uh, expensive use of master's degrees and how now a lot of organizations and companies are requiring that people have master's degrees. Austin had a workout partner, and basically the, he was told by his company he needed to get a master's degree. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I've got a master's degree. Austin's got a master's degree. Harris has got a master's degree. They're good to have, but they're also expensive. 
It's better not to go out and take student loans for things like that. If your company's going to pay for that, okay. But you spend twenty-five or 30000 more for a two-year program or a one-year MBA program, you may learn a lot. But the odds are, and the statistical analysis of that are, that you will never recover that money in your current job or in your career. Just thought I'd mention that. Now, if you're doing it just because you want to have the knowledge, you want to have the ability to take classes and, and you know expand your mind and learn more things, okay, whatever. But don't finance it. Don't get student loans to do stuff like that because these things are very, very, very difficult to pay for, pay back. And once you get out of school, if you miss anything, if you miss any kind of payment, they're going to boot it to the maximum interest that that state's going to allow. And you you get yourself in trouble really quick. By the way, American girls are now reaching puberty as young as six. And the phenomenon scientists think may be linked to childhood obesity, uh, chemicals and plastics, and stress. Wow. Wow. And this is what's going on. And it's true. Childhood obesity, when you have a lot of extra fat on your body, it produces a lot more estrogen. And it can send you into basically puberty more quickly, and you start menstruating if you're a girl. In addition to that, you have the chemicals and the plastics and the, and the stress and all the other things. And with boys, they're having delayed pubescence in many cases now. Girls are having earlier pubescence. The boys are being delayed because of the estrogen as an antagonist to testosterone. And this shot that they're using with the spike protein that wraps around the testicles and the ovaries are going to really start messing things up as far as the change that kids go through. Remember, the entities that are on this planet, be they reptilians or masquerading as something else nowadays, who knows, or masquerading as a Hollywood star who's on a stand right now fighting with his ex-wife. I mean, <laughs> whatever they are, right? Yeah, you got to realize that this group is always here. And remember, these shootings come in threes. All of these events are orchestrated through what they call gematria. And I see pastors in the pulpit. Well, this is the numerical value of this word. And I'm, they're, they're talking about gematria to their churches. I mean, because they don't know any better in most cases. So be very careful in who you listen to and what they teach. I love you guys. I appreciate it. You've been one of those crazy shows today. Covered a lot of weird stuff. But also finish it up, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. Also, to another news, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt has now signed the nation's strictest abortion ban. Pretty much in Oklahoma now, they are pretty much banning all abortions, period, <laughs> unless it's like an emergency where something happens and basically the, the mother is having a horrible, uh, basically you know, dangerous time about to die or rape or incest and so forth. Uh, but they just signed that into law, so that's interesting. Glad to see Oklahoma is actually standing up for something strong. Also, too. I saw this earlier, the same thing Dad just brought up. The very fact that Pfizer now is coming out and trying to push these shots on the children ages six months to four years old, um, and they're now saying, yeah, they need three shots just to be protected. I'm not going to get into it very far, so I'm just going to get really, really mad if I start bringing this up. This is a total front to science in general. Anybody that has a science background or a science degree or has done any type of research understands this is absolute insanity to be injecting young children with a COVID RNA gene therapy shot for something that literally has virtually no deaths at all in this age bracket, at all. In most cases, the, the, it's not even bad. I mean, they make it sick for a day or two and they bounce right out of it. They've already They've already admitted this. That there's no significant threat to this age group of healthy kids, six to five, six months old to five, but yet they're rolling out gene therapy shots. This, again, is exactly what Dad said. These kids, as sad as it is, and I don't want to speak negative, I can guarantee you 100% these children are going to have horrific side effects that affect them the rest of their life, including being sterile. 
100%. And I personally think we're going to hear about this in 10 to 20 years from now. You know, we hear these lawsuits. Were you given this shot when you were a kid, or did this come out? We saw what happened basically with the polio shots and the Reese's monkeys and the Simeon 40 vaccines back from the 50s and 60s. Now that's been coming out over the last decade. How long are we going to wait? Are we seriously going to make the same dumb mistakes in America that we've made over and over and over again? That's the definition of insanity. Do the same thing over and over again, expect different results. Please, my friends, get this information and get the research out to your friends if they're actually even considering doing this to their beautiful children. Please, my friends, it's so important. I encourage you guys to stand up for what's true and what's right. Be sure if you need anything, healthmasters.com. The organic food buckets are looks like they're in route, so we will be getting all those out to everybody. The, the meat buckets are back in stock in the office and are shipping. There's no delays on those. We're continually staying up and keeping everybody strong and healthy as much as we can. If you need anything, please give us a call or email us, healthmasters.com, 1-800-726-1834. We're always here to try to help you out the best we possibly can, and that's just all any of us can do right now is support one another, be vocal, be strong, and stand up for your convictions, my friends. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay strong as always, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.